0: Chapter 21 of A Short History of Wales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. A Short History of Wales by Owen M. Edwards. Chapter 21 Howell Harris. It is difficult to write about religion without giving offence. Religion will come into politics and must come into history it has given much perhaps most of its strength to modern wales it has given it many if not most of its political difficulties there are periods of religious calm and periods of religious fervour in the life of every nation i do not know whether it is necessary but it is certainly the fact the two periods condemn each other with great energy with regard to creed the life of religion you will find that the periods of energy tend to be calvinistic an intense belief that man is a mere instrument in the hands of God, working out plans he does not understand, while in periods of rest it tends to be Arminian, a comfortable belief that man sees his future clearly, and that he can guide it as he likes. With regard to the church, the body of religion, it is fortunate, in times of calm, if it is established, to keep the spirit of religion alive. It is fortunate, in times of fervor, if it is free, in order that the new life may give it a more perfect shape. Now we must remember that there can be no calm without a little indifference, and that there can be no enthusiasm without a little intolerance. So men call each other fanatics and bigots and hypocrites because they have not taken the trouble to realize that there is much variety in human character, and in the workings of the human mind. Perhaps it is also worth remembering that an institution is not placed at the mercy of a reformer, but gradually changed the eighteenth century was a century of indifference in religion in wales the nineteenth century was a century of enthusiasm the church at the beginning of the eighteenth century at any rate as far as the higher clergy were concerned was apathetic to religion and alive only to selfish interest the whig bishops were appointed for political reasons they hated the tory principles of the welsh squires and they neglected and despised the welsh people they had never tried to understand in england The Defoes and the Swifts of literature were encouraged and utilized by the political parties. In Wales, where clergymen were the only writers, the Whig bishops distrusted them and silenced them where they could, because they wrote Welsh. The church did not show more misapplication of revenue than the state, perhaps, but while the people could not leave the state as a protest against corruption, they could leave the church, and during the middle of the 18th century, a great national awakening began the trumpet blast of the awakening was howell harris he was a breckenshire peasant of strong passion which became sanctified by a lifelong struggle of devouring ambition which he nearly succeeded in taming to a life of intense service to god many bitter things have been said about him but nothing more bitter than he has said about himself in the volumes of prayers and recriminations he wrote to torture his own soul and to goad himself into harder work the fame of his eloquence filled the land and districts expected his appearance anxiously as in old times they expected owen glendower howell harris was however no political agitator he had an imperious will and he wished to rule his brethren he was aggressive and military in spirit god to him was the lord of hosts he preached the gospel of peace in the uniform of an officer of the militia and he sent many of his converts to fight abroad in the battles of the century. He had a love of organization. He established at Trevecca what was partly a religious community and partly a cooperative manufacturing company. But wherever he stood to proclaim the wrath of God, no shower of stones or condemnation of minister or justice could make those who heard him forget him, or believe that what he said was wrong. If I were writing for antiquarians, and not for those who read history in order to see why things are now as they are, I would write details, informed and instructive, about the church of the 18th century, and about the congregations of dissenters which the 17th century handed over to the 18th to persecute and despise. The independents and Baptists sturdily maintained their principles of religious liberty, but they found the century a stiff-necked one, and their congregations were content with merely existing. The Quakers maintained that war was wrong, while Britain passed through war fever after war fever, the Seven Years' War and the wars against Napoleon. Howell Harris's voice might have been a voice crying in the wilderness, if it had not been for the spiritual life of the existing congregations, conformist and dissenting. Modern ideas in Wales have been profoundly affected by the Quakers, and especially in districts from which, as a sect, they have long passed away the voice of hal harris called all these to a new life and it is about that new life and the variety given it by all the different actors in it that i want you to think now it made preaching necessary for one thing and it was followed by a century of great pulpit oratory it profoundly affected literature it gave wales to begin with a hymn literature that no country in the world has surpassed the contrast between the reformation and the revival is very striking one gave the people a church government established by law and a literature of translations the other gave it institutions of its own making and original living thought the revival gave literature in every branch a new strength and greater wealth it created a demand for education griffith jones of Landower established a system of circulating schools the teachers moving from place to place as a room was offered them sometimes a church and sometimes a barn Charles of Bala established a system of Sunday schools, and the whole nation gradually joined it. The press became active. Newspapers appeared. It became quite clear that a new life throbbed in the land. End of chapter 21